Welcome to the R and to the R and B E. The Rob and Benny podcast, where we bring you every week. Rob and I discuss some of your favorite things about comic books, be theory craft stuff. We bring in people around the studio to chat with us about stuff. And today's episode, Rob, we have a sponsor. What's our sponsor? Our producer's probably sitting over there going, what the hell are you talking about? Because I told you we don't have a sponsor. What's our sponsor? Lay's Jalapeno Ranch. <laughs> Those are Ruffles, but Ruffles. whatever. <laughs> Ruffles, Lay's, I don't know what it is. I, they're I made by Lay's. They're made by Lay's? They're made Jalapeno Ranch strips. These, yes. are the, these are the greatest things coming out of DC Rebirth, Rob. Yes, when you love, when you love Lay's and don't mind ruffling, <laughs> eat Ruffles. <laughs> Jalapeno. Rob, Chips. Rob, since this is filmed live on Twitch every Thursday morning yeah. at about 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, can I get a splooge for Ruffles? <laughs> a splooge for Lay's Ruffles. Lay's Ruffles, our sponsor. Splooge. <laughs> All right, let's go to the topic. <laughs> wow. That happens. That was a thing that just happened a minute ago. Oh. So, Rob. What? What do you think of the, the book series Marvel's Secret Empire? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love Secret Empire. Do you? Yes. I, okay. I know a lot of people hated it. I love Secret Empire because I love the political element of it. That's what I liked about it. Okay. The political storytelling. And, Rob, what do you think of Marvel's Avengers No Surrender? It is. It feels like Secret Empire without the politics. Okay. It, it feels like a classic Marvel event. Like it, feels yeah. like, it feels like a crossover between Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman. I'm sorry, Secret Wars by 1984, rather, and uh, the original Contest of Champions. That's what it feels like. Okay. Which isn't bad. So, it's kind of cool. Today, we're going to discuss what Marvel did wrong with Secret Empire. I wasn't aware they did anything. No, no. Was like, hold on. No, don't, even, don't even try to I'm troll just, right I'm now. Just, I'm just saying. You can say as much as you loved it, you know it was panned. Oh, I know it was panned. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not, not what you feel in, in the actual story. I don't, I don't think it was panned for the right reasons. But we're going to yeah, discuss that. That's what we're yeah. going to discuss today. But what do you feel they're doing right about No Surrender? Because No Surrender is getting critically acclaimed, and it's brought back multiple Marvel fans, myself included, into reading an Avengers book. I think, I think that, that No Surrender is getting critical acclaim not because of the story itself, but, well, I guess because of the story itself. Well, we'll because, get to that. Because, because, because of the environment the story's being written in with where Marvel's been. Right. Well, okay. So, that, but that, that's what today's discussion is. We don't, want, we, don't want, we don't want to turn it into a minute. And thank you for watching the R&B podcast. We are wrapped up for the day. Yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know we have to do two R&Bs today, Rob. Yeah. But you, you don't need to just condense one down to five minutes. Are you that are you, are you that hyped for the sushi well, after the know, podcast dude, I'm, today? I'm dying for sushi. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, uh, Secret Empire was amazing. No Surrender is a story that's being written, and uh, yeah. That's, so, well, so let's go back in time. Let's start where this whole thing began. Okay. Secret Empire. Okay. What do you feel they did wrong on on a commercial and financial reasoning? As much as I love the story of Secret Empire, <coughs> it was a great story written at the wrong time. If that story had been written in 2004, or if it had been written in 2028. It would not have gotten the kind of the backlash that it did. The backlash that it did. I, it was, I think the problem with Secret Empire is it was writing. It was writing on top of things that people were giving Marvel shit for. Well, I mean, it's it, it, that was it was that to a degree, but but it's always been that way. I mean, say for example that like 2011, New 52 happened, and the stories didn't go the way they did, where they just sort of kind of dropped off. Yeah. And instead, New 52 did what Rebirth is doing and led into where Rebirth is now. People would have complained at first, and their opinions would have changed. And that's how it was with Marvel. People felt like they'd been duped because Secret Wars felt like a reboot, regardless of how Marvel, 
you know, how Marvel will build it. I mean, we, we, we thought, we literally thought when, when they went into Secret Wars, we were like, this is it. New 52. Yeah. Regardless of what everyone says about the storylines, because we're not here to talk about what we felt liked or disliked about stories. We're here to talk about the financial things. New 52 was amazing. It was. I mean, I won't even, I won't even lie. New 52 brought me back into being a weekly comic reader. Yeah. Before that, I would buy my Batman. I would buy my Superman. I would buy my a couple books, but I would buy traits. I was I was a guy that would buy just traits. And New Fifty Two felt like for me, like, hey, with New Fifty Two, I can start at number one, and I'll be able to follow the plot. I won't yeah. have to figure out where to jump in. But that's the whole point. And it's, that's what we thought Secret Wars was doing. That's what that's what we thought Secret Wars was. And we thought we were going to come out of it with a whole new reboot. We didn't. So there were some people who were sour about that. The problem is that that again. I like the idea of Secret Wars. I think it was the wrong, I'm not Secret Wars, uh, Secret Empire. It was the wrong time to release it. Because you're talking about a country that's already politically charged. You're talking about social media, where it's people just kind of verify their own thoughts and opinions. And then you had Nick Spencer, as much as I love his writing, who was just like tearing people apart on Twitter. Oh, for, yeah. for a variety of reasons, whatever those reasons may have been. But the result was that the story was billed and came across as Marvel's choosing a political side. And people didn't want a political side to their comics. They wanted superheroes doing superhero well, I, things. I want to ask you about that. Okay, the argument, because I'm, I'm a big person that says I don't like my comics to be as politically charged as we are getting a Secret Empire. I like to feel like I'm escaping with my comic books. I'm going to relax in my comic books. But You're you not like, the only one who feels that way. Oh, I know that. But you love the political stuff yes. to the point. That's why you love Secret Empire. That's why I love Secret Empire. Why do you think that we're okay with X-Men's political? Back in the 90s. Because that was a politically charged book. You can't get against that. What they were doing. I mean, we had people going against the X-Men. It was about racial diversion and all kinds of crazy things happening. And we were okay with it. But oh, why were we against the Cap situation? Because the X-Men weren't telling you the world's ending. Like, that's that's basically... The X-Men weren't doing that. The X-Men were just like, Hey, man, some folks hate mutants. And, like, some shit's popping off. And so, <laughs> like... But there's also people with insane powers. And, and you knew. You read the X-Men stories. And you knew... If it got bad enough, the X-Men would just be like, you know what, fuck it. And then just like wipe out humanity. It's like, cool, we got the Earth to ourselves now. No humans allowed. <laughs> you know? Like you knew it, like, but if it got down to it, you Is knew that. Is that just Legion happen. getting cut loose? That's Legion getting cut loose. <laughs> like, don't do your thing, bro. Wipe out humanity, bro. Just do whatever you gotta do, man. Do you gotta do. That could happen. But then people read Secret Empire. And Secret Empire becomes a reflection of how they see the world. Because people are just like, oh my god, shit, dude, Trump got elected, and you have all this political turmoil, and you have like, you know, these, these super extremist groups that are cropping up out of nowhere, and it's just like, the country oh. feels like it's on the verge of a civil war. And then people... Feel read, like we're the last sane people, Rob. The last sane people, yeah. <laughs> but, but hey, you know what? what? Neither side's right in its entirety, so... Uh, <laughs> but, but whether, you know, regardless of them being right or wrong is irrelevant. You, you, look, you pull up Twitter, you pull up Facebook, you pull up Instagram, even you pull up all these forms of social media, you watch the news, you read newspapers, and you're bombarded from all directions of like the United States is going to pieces yeah. and this shit won't be here in like 10 years. That's the feeling that you get. And then people who want to go from that and read comic books read a story called Secret Empire about Captain America. <laughs> yeah, Captain America's conquered the United States and like, then the country's gone to pieces. He's making concentration know? camps. He's, making concentration He's shoving camps. humans into and a corner. That is why that story was written at the wrong He's reason. treating inhumans like the rest of the entire population of comic book readers would like to treat inhumans. I mean, that's... Die, just go away. Just go away, yeah. Bring just, back just, the mutants. <laughs> that's that's exactly... And, and that's, that's a funny thing. If Dark Reign had been written at no. the same time as Secret Empire, if, if you switched them out, if you had Secret Empire, which was written at the time the Dark Reign was, 2010, okay. and you had Dark Reign, which was written at the time the Secret Wars was in 2017, you would have had the exact same response. 
You think so? The exact same. Because Dark Reign was a story where Norman Osborn disbanded Mike Shield. Microphone's here. Oh. Gotta get closer. <laughs> you, had a, you had a story where Norman Osborn disbanded Shield, created Hammer, and this took over everything. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, and was bent on That's a great story, too. I love it. It was, it was, it was, a, great, it was a great rebranding initiative. I was going to say that's the one where everyone gets a hammer, but that was no fear, right? That was everybody, no fear. Yeah, everybody, everybody got a hammer. No, that was, uh, that was Everyone fear gets a hammer. Oh, yeah, fear itself. It's yeah. something with fear. I don't know. But, that was, but, but that's, that's the thing. If, if the stories had been, if they had been switched, people would have had the same reaction. Because a lot of people, you're not the only one that's like this, a lot of people don't want to read comics or politics. I don't. I, I think for me, I don't mind mild politics. I don't mind you bringing up something that is reflective to the world. But I don't like is when they get so heavy-handed into my comic book that I can't help but be reminded by the problems we have in the world. Because you, it's, it's impossible to ignore there are problems. There's problems with the left, there's problems with the right, there's problems with everyone. Everyone has problems. They're all extreme in different directions. And when I go to a comic book or I play a video game, I want to be like, now I'm a monster hunter and I'm going to cut up a T-Rex. That, that's what I'm doing. You know, and I feel like, like if in Monster Hunter the T-Rex came at me and had an orange wig, I'd be like, great! <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> That's like, the skin we a, could a get for the T Rex. A T Rex with like. Do you dislike Trump? Cut him up. <laughs> yeah, <cut> him. <laughs> and then you'll get the 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 froey hair the, skin. The, yeah, the, the comb forward. <laughs> the, comb forward. the comb forward. Yeah, the comb forward. <laughs> Yeah, like that would be that would that would be hilarious. But are you against SJWs? Well, don't worry, we have a hipster version of the T Rex. Go yeah. cut that one up. He talks about eating, you know, animals or eating other. Dinosaurs. He's gluten free. Cool. He's gluten free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gary, the camera guy is currently shaking his head disapprovingly um, at me. Excuse me, excuse me, tri Triceratops. Could, um, wait, wait, could you? Yeah, could you imagine? I'm I'm gonna eat you, but I need to know first. <laughs> Have you eaten anything with wheat in it? <laughs> and like every Triceratops would be like, hey guys, like, okay, uh, T-Rex wants to know if you've had wheat because he can't eat gluten. If he, <laughs> if he asks you if you've had wheat, say yes. And it's like, oh, yes, I have had wheat, T-Rex. That like, would be a great trophy in the game. <laughs> Kill the gluten-free T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, it'd be like a pale T-Rex. <laughs> it's a pale T-Rex. I, 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 no I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> He's a little skinnier than the other T-Rexes. Yeah. Dude, it'd be, it'd be a T-Rex named Gary. And when, it, right, Gary? And when you and when you meet the gluten-free T-Rex, he opens up with, uh, guys, guys, gluten is like, it, it, it's, it's really bad for you. It is. It's, it really isn't good. T-Rex has celiac yeah. disease. Can we just yeah. like not do gluten? That'd yeah. be great. And then you can have like an Easter egg, you know, <laughs> where it's like you jump forward like 70 billion years, 65 billion years, million years. And uh, 65 billion years would be a long time. Uh, you jump forward like 65 million years, and humans, like, there's like a news broadcast. It's like, like scientists believe they've discovered the first gluten-free T-Rex. <laughs> and he was yeah. smarter than every other T-Rex. He, he was smarter. <laughs> he wore flannel and had a beard and glasses. <laughs> Kept talking about how, you know... The environment was important, or some shit. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's let's reel it back a little. For <laughs> let's, me, let's, let's reel it back. For comic books back. and stuff like that, like I don't like them. I, I don't mind having mild. I like the X Men style where it's there, but we're still following an X Men adventure. I use this as my my example of when we hit the worst point in comic books. But the the issue of the champions, we had an entire issue of the champions where there the entire message was, we can't fight things. Okay, but see, here's the funny thing, and I've heard you talk about that. Yeah. The reason why I think you hate that is because it was too on the nose. Weapon X brought back William Stryker. He leads a group called the Purifiers. They're, oh, yeah. they're crazy religious people who think God wants them to kill mutants. It still feels like a comic. It does, because it's not on the nose. Right, that's, that's what I mean. That's the difference. Like, when my superheroes are like, hey, you, reader, you know, sometimes you gotta step up. It's like, 
Miss Marvel, you're like a 16 year old comic book character. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> Sometimes you got to step up, do the right thing. Yeah, exactly. You, know, like, you can you can be a superhero too. Stand up for injustice in your neighborhoods. They all. It's not always Hydra. Uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I've, I get it when the comic feels like a PSA. Yeah, like I, I understand that there are people who don't like that, and and depending on how the story is written, I may or may not like that too. The idea of me, the, the reason why I loved Secret Empire so much is because one, it was a total shift from, of Captain America. Like one, we learned I that, that like I actually the, liked that idea. The center focal cap. point, exactly. The, the center focal point of the superhero community. The one guy who would know everyone's strengths and weaknesses turns out to be a bad guy. And I love that a lot of superheroes, like Deadpool's the best example because they're still doing it, yeah. but he wasn't the only one. But they didn't know what side to go with because it's Cap. It's Cap, yeah. It's Cap. Like, how is Cap wrong? <laughs> yeah. Captain America's never wrong. Yeah. Like, maybe he's making the right call. I mean, it was in a lot of ways a reworked Civil War from 2006 pushed to the extreme. Like, oh, yeah. what if Cap didn't lose? Like, that's, that's kind of how that feels. What if Iron Man didn't lose and Cap took his place? That's kind of how that feels. But I did like the whole, I did like the whole concept of it. I mean, in terms of the story itself and some of the directions they changed or they, they took, there were weaker points. Like, they showed up and they hung out with Ultron really for no reason. Yeah. Oh. And, then, and then he was like, here you go, here's your shard of the Cosmic Cube, gave it to Captain America, and said, hey, like, the only reason I'm giving it to you is because you'll lead to the destruction of the world, which means it'll be easier for Ultron to conquer it. He's like, why the hell does Ultron want to conquer a broken world? Yeah. Like, he already conquered a space race so just have him go conquer the phalanx again and then conquer the universe i don't know but there there were weaknesses in the plot but in terms of giving me a version of captain america that i'd never seen before giving me a version of of really everything going to pot the superhero community fighting amongst itself the aftermath like the, the story screamed like yes like like for me it was just like this is amazing because one all the superheroes were failing and they were screwing up they were making bad decisions every step of the way oh yeah and all that was rooted in the fact that like the one hero who they should all trust betrayed them all and did it in spectacular fashion like to me that's what was cool i agree with you on that so the politic reason that people disliked secret empire actually is not the reason i disliked it I liked the core plot to Secret Empire, and this is one of the things I felt Secret Empire did wrong versus what No Surrender's doing. So, for me, I mean, you're not wrong. A lot of people feel Secret Empire's mis uh, misstep was the politics. That's what they feel it was. I mean, that. But yeah. for me, oh, that for me, that wasn't one of the big reasons. I didn't because I felt that the main core plot, while heavy-handed at times, wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't extreme. It still felt like a superhero story. I don't care how heavy-handed it is, as long as I feel like I'm reading a comic book, because I need to feel like I'm in a different world. You're yeah. not reminding me of the craziness of the... Like, like, I mean, joking aside, like, Monster Hunter World, I'm killing a T-Rex. If the if T-Rex the had an orange hair or a hipster clothing on it, I'd be like, what the... Why? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's called Trump Rex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see or that. Or Gluten Rex. Anyway. Gluten Rex. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I felt like Secret Empire's failings was Marvel not giving any of these new characters time to grow and then finally doing an event and throwing those characters aside and turning every book into a tie-in for an event that you're either on board with or you're not. Because that event, politic-wise, tie-in-wise, was very divisive of the Marvel fan base. You either liked it or you hated it. Yeah, I've, there really was no gray area. No, I've never really heard anyone go... Secret Empire was okay. Or like there were parts of it that I liked. Yeah. Yeah, I have I've 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 seen a few people here and there, but most people were just like I hated it or I liked right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And for me, they made an event that was way too divisive of their fan base and then forced you to be into it if you were a Marvel fan. Okay. They put it into everything. Here's a here's a problem with that. Like with the with the newer characters, Ruby Williams, Sam Wilson being Captain America, there never would have been enough time. 
Like, like they could, they could have, they could have not. Well, they done they weren't even Empire. core characters in that event. They, they weren't. But there, there, there could have been, like, like Jane Foster, Thor, all those guys. Like, you could have not done Secret Empire and written those characters for four years, and there would, like, you would still have that huge naysaying crowd. Well, oh, yeah. you would have that crowd that seems huge, but isn't. Like, you would, you would, you would have, you'd have fifty thousand people sounding like five hundred thousand is what yeah. you would have. Like that crowd would always be there, um, and so because of that, like, I think that's that's. Honestly, I don't think it was really any one thing that contributed to so many people disliking Secret Empire. Listen, but I, but I, if I feel I had, it was forced on you. If I had to pick you one thing... You couldn't go read The Champions. You couldn't go read Black Widow. You couldn't yeah, but go every read... crossover events like that. No, but that, that, and that's one of my big problems because like, it's normally, yes, you're right. Marvel's the worst person at doing that whole thing. Um, and they do like rope everything into it. But normally, you're, like, even if the event sucks... Secret Wars, when it was going on, it ended amazingly. But when it was happening, I was like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, when you were in the middle of Secret Wars, eh, it's okay. No, I loved it from the beginning. Okay, well, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is like, Secret Wars, there, there was people that were like, it was all right. It was a thing that happened. You yeah, know? I mean, I get there was Even Axis were... was like that. You were like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, I didn't even finish Axis, actually. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, you weren't divisively like, Screw this story! This is yeah, yeah. this is horrible. What is wrong with you? Okay, but but the alternative though was that okay, Marvel had two options when it came to all the tie-ins for Secret Empires. Either they could not publish any, which means they're publishing one book a month for nine months, or they just make or, the stories go on like DC does. Oh, oh no, but okay, but that's that's then you're talking about Marvel switching up the entire fundamental system of how they publish their stories. Because then well, what, I'm what on board had, with that. Well, okay, but what you would have had is DCU. You basically would have had like Secret Empire going on and Doctor Strange stuck in New York in the Dark Zone or whatever it is. Yet somehow New York and everything's normal in the Doctor Strange comics, and he's just doing his own thing. I mean, now, that's exactly what they did, DC just did with Metal. And they've done I mean, that with most of their events where they're like, here's the tie-in, everything happens around it, and the normal stories continue. Yeah, okay, but those are tie those are there's no Nightwing tie-in. There, there's no like right, no, that's there's what I'm no, saying, there's no Nightwing number do 15 tie-in. They don't do that. Yeah, I, I get that. And and but see to me it's not necessarily a problem. It becomes a problem with something like Secret Empire, but how often has something like Secret Empire been a problem? Secret like I would argue Secret well, Empire is probably the most reviled story uh, if you look at like ratings. Yeah, that, that Marvel's released, except with the exception of like Civil War two, in terms of people who just like hated the story. Like you, you go, you go rating for rating, pound for pound across the board, and you look at like all these different ratings, all these different critics, these reviews. I would say Secret Empire comes in second to Civil War two, and before Civil War two, <laughs> I mean, or, you know, before Civil War two has its own problems. It does, it does have its own problems. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you were you're talking about like ten years of stories that came out of Marvel, really even more than that, probably seventeen years of stories that came out of Marvel that were solid for the most part. The only kind of like major you know, the only stories that were that were crappy were like character-based stories, but you didn't like have like huge crossover events that were garbage. Well, for the most part, I think Marvel likes to make you feel like everything is inclusive. They want they want you to feel like the whole universe is involved. That's why they do the major tie-in events. Yeah, and they like to say that the tie-in events do boost the sales of books that you wouldn't normally read. But would you at least what I've seen? A book booms for the tie-in if you're into the event. If you're not into the event, you don't buy the tie-in. But once the event's over, you don't go buy it. You don't continue reading the book. Well, you get it in trade, but yeah, you won't buy the book by itself. Yeah, well, I won't. It, it depends. Yeah, but, yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a fundamental change that they need to have with Marvel and the fact that every summer we have an event that shuts down Marvel and has been that way for five years now because this shuts down everything recently. Okay, well then let me ask you this then. Since, so Secret Empire had a ton of tie-ins and No, no Surrender has no tie-ins. Right. Which is, then, why, which is why we're arguing No Surrender is so critically acclaimed right now. Everyone's enjoying okay. it. Everyone is talking then about what's, it. What's good about No Surrender? Well, for me, I feel like it's I feel almost like how DC does their tie-ins. Their events. This is a big event. 
Jim Zub, the writer, has said that this will affect the Marvel Universe. But the, you can just not read it. That's what I like about it. Yeah, but like, the you, Hulk comes back. You hadn't read No Surrender until I brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. Having not read No Surrender and still reading like Did a you bunch feel of stories, like you were missing anything? I felt like I would have missed where the Hulk came back from. But, but then you would have looked if it up. I, if, I, if, I, yeah, if I made like a video like the, the Immortal Hulk... Yeah. Like Immortal Hulk Volume 1 finishes, first six issues, whatever it is. And I, and I do that video. And it's like, and the Hulk came back during No Surrender. Done. And like, here's how they explain how he always die, dies and comes back. You know, or you can just make a standalone video, how the Hulk always dies and comes back, and just say, this comes out of No Surrender. This is where they explain that from. And make yeah. it just like a self contained video. I mean, there, there are, that, that is something I do like about that, is it is self contained. The, the issue is, is it self-contained insofar that Secret Wars was self-contained? Because everything that comes after this that, that goes in a fresh start looks like it's built on the shoulders of No Surrender. It is. That's what they're so, saying. Yeah. Because so, people have asked, like, well, if everything is going to change after No Surrender, should I even read No Surrender? Don't if you don't want to. Metal is currently changing the DC Universe. We have the New Age of Heroes. We have all the times that are going into that. It's altering the very fabric of the multiverse right now. Yeah, But, but if you DC. don't read it, <laughs> I can read Red Hood. I'm not affected. And that's how I feel Marvel needs... That's, that, for me, is why I like No Surrender. Because Amazing Spider-Man is doing that reboot right now, where they're basically giving him a whole fresh start of his own. Yeah. But it, it's not affected. I don't have to have read No Surrender. And what's going on with Spider-Man has not been put on pause for his No Surrender tie-in. Well, he doesn't have one, though. That, that's what I'm saying. There is none. Yeah. They, like, they're not pausing the Spider-Man story to tell okay, me so, Okay, so you're talking about doing, like, future... Okay, that's, not, that's actually not a bad idea. The Avengers is supposed to be the big... The big right, the so big, the big do the thing. event over here. I can Make, see And that's that. what I like about No Surrender. I think No Surrender is amazing. First off, the weekly releases, oh my god, I never forget what the hell's happening. Yeah, well, be happy, because you're never going to see that shit again. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Fresh start starts, and, and it's going to be monthly. Yeah, <laughs> no, if, if, you read, if you read the tweets and the discussions yeah. on it, Jim Sub says they did this story, it was completely... Completed October 2017 in its entirety. Wow. Yeah, that's how they did this as a month as a weekly release. Yeah, because it would never get done otherwise. No, no I way. I mean, even in DC where they're doing every other week, every other week, yeah. they have to rotate artists to make this work. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. Um. But no, for me, because like I'm reading Spider-Man, it's not interrupted. Old Man Logan <coughs> is not put on hold while he goes to battle in No Surrender. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's not in No Surrender. I don't no, but know. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. none of the big characters are. They're not letting them be affected. I mean, it is an Avengers title, though. <coughs> so it's basically just the Avengers characters. You gonna be all right, man? You gonna be okay? <laughs> you know how I did that joke about the ruffles? It's oh. been in my throat this whole time. Really? We could have just, like, paused before we started. <sighs> Besides, we got, like, five minutes left anyway. So. Yeah, something like, well, a little bit more, but yeah. yeah. Are we still in focus there, Gary? Hello, viewers over here at YouTube. Gary? Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to the audio, this is very awkward. <laughs> God, you kill me sometimes. Anyway, anyway, uh, that's what I'm liking about No Surrender because Old Man Logan's not interrupted. Spider Man's not interrupted. Gwenpool was allowed to finish without even a mention that currently a lot of superheroes are locked up. You know, if you're reading Totally Awesome Hulk, by the way, World War Hulk 2, the stupidest thing ever. Have you read the start to it? I have not read the start. Oh part. my God, don't even bother. Really? But it's not interrupted because he's locked up right now. I have not read the oh, start that of God. World War Hulk Hulk's 2. in charge of his body right now and he challenges everyone to come to Earth and fight him. Boom, World War Hulk 2. Uh, <laughs> Greg Pack, man. <laughs> Greg Pack, sometimes I love you and sometimes oh, yeah. I was that Sometimes way. I just ask what you're thinking when you write stuff. Are we really doing this? <laughs> Aliens, uh, come find me on Earth. I'll bring them to my turf to defeat them. Mm. Greg Pack is a he's a damn good writer sometimes. <laughs> Other times 
Anyway. But yeah, nobody's 100%. But no. Um, okay. See, that was my argument when it came to like Sam Wilson being Captain America. Like people were like, no, 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 Sam Wilson needs to be Falcon. I was like, nope. And you're ridiculous for saying that. Like I think Sam Wilson can be Captain America. Steve Rogers can be Captain America. Bring back Avengers and New Avengers. And Sam Wilson leads New Avengers and Captain America leads Avengers. I do like the idea of doing, of keeping crossovers contained to the Avengers books. Well, I, I like so the idea that, of... That I think is cool. If the book involved, let's, let's just pretend. Oh, there's a Quicksilver book coming out, isn't there? Isn't he getting his own book or something like that? I, don't I know hope anymore. not. Let's pretend he has one right now. Right. I would be fine if the Quicksilver book, because he's so important in the main story, has a brief couple of moments. With DC Metal, the Flash and everyone's in there, so they had quick individual issues, but yeah. you didn't, it wasn't so intrusive and it wasn't a five issue arc in the middle of everything. Well, there are no tie where confined to like. That's one of the things I like about metal. Their tie-ins were confined to the theme of the story. Yeah. So it's like bats out of hell. Yeah. So it's like the Justice League, such as it is, has to like fight against the Dark Knights. Okay, cool. Like, and that's that's a tie-in that that brings in the Justice League, but each individual character has a moment. Right. Exactly. That, that I think is kind of cool. The Avengers, the roster is much much larger, so you'd have to find a way to work. Well, the problem with that. the events is, I mean, half of the tie-ins that happened with Secret Empire. Okay, Secret Wars was a, 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 a whole just can of worms in itself. It literally interrupted the entirety of the Marvel Universe for a reboot. Yeah, we they, have so they many storylines. There's so many yeah. storylines that were amazing that were dropped for Secret Wars so they could do weird out of continuity stuff. It's whatever. But Secret Empire roped in characters that didn't matter. Like Dan Slott's tie-in where uh, he fought against Otto Octavius as the finale involved Otto Octavius signing up with Hydra, which is out of character for Otto. Yeah. And they had to literally put panels where Otto had to deal with it himself that he's a follower right now. Yeah, but that wrapped up clone conspiracy and the, the new Super Right, but what I'm saying is that one is probably the most obvious was not intended to be a tie-in. Because yes, Otto had to use Hydra, but it if you removed Hydra from that... The Secret Empire Fall of Parker storyline easily would have been fine. It was forced yeah. into it to be a Secret Empire tie-in. And that's where I feel the problem with Marvel is. If you make it appropriate and you make it a quick little thing and you just go, Oh, you like Quicksilver? Well, here's that Quicksilver issue involving Quicksilver. Go check it out. And if you like it, you can keep reading it. But come back in a minute and just read the main storyline. And then the biggest problem that, that I had, and this is my big problem with Secret Empire, very important key plot points have been put into the tie-ins. Yeah, that was kind of an issue. Yeah, like but the that Cosmic Cube being discovered way, and then just having it in the main book. That was a way for Marvel to drive people to buy tie-ins. Right. That's now, I will was. say this. DC and the recent Metal stuff just did that, and I'm pissed because I was hyping up how good Metal was. What, when did they do that? They killed Red Death in a tie-in. Red Death. He died in a tie-in. Oh, Yeah. It wasn't main. Oh yeah, in Wild Hunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, okay. That it's was not, a crazy. It's not no. a main book. That was that was that was the craziest shit because that was a, okay. I made that video and I was like, Red Death Flash becomes Reverse Flash. I was like, <laughs> he's like Reverse Reverse Flash. But yeah, no. That see that that was important. That's that, a main story event. You that can argue he's that not important to the thing. end of the plot, so we didn't need to show him dying. But you've hyped up all these characters. Yeah. Like you. You got to kill him off in the main. Hopefully, story. hopefully, I will at least allow it to be redeemed in my eyes. If, because they've done this, where they will give you a little blob that says, wondering where Red Death is, go read Wild Hunt. Okay. I'll take that. 
But the cool thing about what they're doing with the tie-ins in Dark Knight's Metal that Marvel wasn't doing with Secret War or with Secret Empire, and that they've never really done, is keep them like limited. Yes. Like Marvel will do tie-ins, and they'll be like, "Here's 50 tie-ins." Oh yeah, you know? they're like, and "Here's then, 10 this week." Yeah, or something. Hope you don't like have that. a limited budget. Which, yeah, which <laughs> isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world, but it makes it a little bit unruly because then you got you got like Dark Knight's Metal, and then you have what the Gotham Resistance tie-in. Yep. You've got the um, Bats Out of Hell. Bat, Bats Out of Hell. You got Batman Lost, and you have Wild Hunt. You got four tie-ins. Well, that's and it. they all get their own individual origins. Yeah, they, yeah, they which do. Which tied but, to whoever this bandage man is going to turn out to be. Yeah, well, that's 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 going to turn out to be Shazam. But the fact remains, like it is. No, <laughs> I like how you just drop your theory. Just that's, that's going to be Shazam. It's gonna anyway, be, it's gonna like be I was Shazam. saying, yeah. <laughs> it's going to turn out to be Shazam. But no, I mean to me, that you is, be right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> if I turn out to be right, uh, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Just it's just Shazam yeah. next session. You're like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> they keep him bandaged so we can't shout Shazam. I don't know. But um, that actually makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but, but isn't that uh, what they did to the Earth Three Shazam? They kept it north coast, so they couldn't shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't shout anything. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. I mean, there's there's that. I will say that that no surrender is cool in the sense that it does give you, it gives you the full story in a twelve issue or however many issue. It's twelve issues, right? It's like, sixteen. Six, sixteen issues weekly. Run. So we've wrapped up like, the core plot. Now it's time for the big fight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the cool thing because it keeps you interested. Yeah, it comes out it comes out every week and you're like, okay, cool. I haven't forgotten like everything else. Yeah, like, and we can jump plots because we've gone yeah. from like the main characters to what's going on with the challenger and the grandmaster to what's going on with Nadia and uh, Beast. And this has actually made me finally care about Nadia. Oh, there's a thing going on between Nadia and Beast. Uh, no, no, that, no, no, don't ruin that. Might be nine. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't you, you already know they're there. They're with Jarvis. Oh, I know. But they have like whole issues dedicated to them. You just might not have read it yet. Okay. But what I'm saying is this actually made me care a little bit more about Nadia, a character that got introduced and I I read her issues and I'm like, totally not for me. This is a kid's book. I'm not reading this one. But now I'm like, oh, Nadia's kind of cool and she cares about Jarvis. Okay. So I think at the end of the day, what we can both say is Secret Empire was more of a political story, whereas No Surrender feels more like a comic book story. Yes. Yeah. And, and for me, I know you like the political ones. I know you like the ones that make you think a little bit more. But for me, when I'm reading comics, I like to just get absorbed and lost in my comic. That makes sense. It's, one not, thing, it's not unreasonable. I think, I think part of the reason that I like the, like the, uh, the, the Titan comics, where they're doing like Assassin's Creed and things like that, is because they just still feel like comics. I can just go in and be like, this shit ain't real. You're going in the past? Yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody doing no, no leap of faith on the top of a church. <laughs> That's not real. Into, into You'll a, break into your a, neck. Into a one and a half foot tall bale of hay. <laughs> smash into the ground and die. Okay, cool. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, so here's a question for you guys who are watching this on YouTube. And Twitch. And Twitch. Because we're streamed every Thursday on Twitch about midday. Yes. I'm just going to start saying midday. Here's a question we're leaving to you guys. Which story do you like most? No Surrender or Secret No Empire. Surrender or Secret Empire. Or third option, you're so fed up with Marvel after three years of destructive tie-ins. I'm not even going to say Secret Empire because people have argued that the way they've been handling the events has caused them to stop buying comics. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah the tie- sometimes the tie-ins don't even make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not even, not even the political Secret Empire. Like After the treatment Marvel has done to their universe for the last mm-hmm. three years with the tie-ins and the events, are you just so fed up you don't care? I can see some people taking that approach. Yeah. I've had more than a, p- a few people tweet me. Yeah, that they've so, been yeah. like, I'm done with Marvel. I'm just yeah. reading DC now. So, so, yeah, so they gave up. Yeah, I've, I've had a few people say that, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I would say a reduction in tie-ins does kind of need to happen. But let, let us know what your thoughts are down in the comments section, because I'm actually pretty curious to see what you guys end up yeah. saying. But, uh, I still yeah. say No Surrender is better than Secret Empire. Well, you know. Everybody, yeah. everybody's side entitled note, to be side, wrong, Sidebar so. on that one, though, on Secret Empire, one of the things I do like about Secret Empire, it features characters I don't normally see. 
It does. It's just not another Captain America, Spider-Man. Captain Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Captain America shields powered by freedom. But it's, it's like Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, yeah. Vision. Yeah. Hulk now. Yeah, that's true. You're talking about No Surrender, yeah. Yeah. Voyager. Yeah, <laughs> All right, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, let us know in the comments down below. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes. We need those iTunes reviews for yeah. every five-star iTunes review. Rob will buy you a cookie. Just find him at a convention, and he will buy you a cookie. That's true. <laughs> I, I limited it. So it's <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have like 500 people come rushing up on me. I want the chocolate chip one over there. <laughs> he oh. will, uh, if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, he will send you a Rob ring. No, <laughs> I just had to send 80 of those things out. You'd be amazed how exhausting it is writing, like writing my own address 80 times. You wrote your address to the people you send this to? Yeah. This is why you get a P.O. box. I do. That's what I have. Oh, okay. Use the P.O. No, box. No, not my physical I, I address. I thought you were giving your physical... Hello, oh. 80 fans. Here's where I live. No, here's, yeah, here's, my, here's my physical address. Come bother me. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I was like, Rob, we need to talk how you handle giveaways. Yeah, no. Rob is, yeah, Rob's well aware. Of what not to do. <laughs> All right, I guys. We should have worded that better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't forget to follow, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel right yeah. here if you want to catch us every week, the video podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah. Please give us those reviews. We really do like those reviews. And you can also follow Rob on Twitter at Comics Explained, yep. and I'm at Comics Storian. His YouTube channel is Comics Explained. He yes, keeps it is. the branding really simple. I do. Comics Explained. All right, guys, we'll see you next time right here. <laughs>